1: Absolutely.
2: And now Ludwig pummeling away. And tag made, hey. and here comes the ring general. The Washington generals have a better record than Drew Gulak has Oh, yeah. and, Rath- and Gulak just yeah. throw it yeah. over the top rope to the floor. Yeah. Guther and Ludwig are dominating. Can Ricochet and Gulak get back in this?
1: Here, oh, I got what? it. Stop, stop, stop.
2: And that's the champion. On the shoulders of Rodriguez. What? Will Ronda tap out, will she sail? Wait a minute, oh. behind, a chop block by Baszler. Natalia it's your birthday. Why'd you wake up and choose to do this? Natalia and Shayna Baszler going after Raquel. Now Ronda Rousey getting involved after the interrupts of the matchup. Now the goat in the boat going out in the corner. Shayna trying to attack Raquel right. Rodriguez. And Shayna dumped over the top rope. And Natalya knocked out of the ring as well. And Bush paid for it. Butch probably grew up watching Drew McIntyre throw those rights into different people, now he's throwing Kofi into Rich. Oh, and a sliding basement drop kick by Kingston. Rich oh, Holland, needs a boot from Kofi, and, oh, Butch. and Butch. The official was over there dealing with Sheamus, and Butch and Rich Holland. How oh, the hell did Butch even get there? Brawling Brut's in
1: control.
2: Torturing Gulak. Oh, what three, four, and a kick! Cover by Ludwig Five, for the victory two, here tonight. Three. Got him. Here are your winners. The team of Gunther
1: and Ludwig
2: Kaiser. What a performance by Gunther and Ludwig here tonight. Ricochet checking on Drew, but who would have a chance against Gunther and Ludwig, I'm fearing no. Oh, And they're not done yet. Gunther with a cheap shot to the face of the champion. That's wrong,
1: that's wrong.
2: Gunther commanded Ludwig to- Ordering Ludwig (laughs) to kick. Drew's chest
1: oh. again.
2: Uh-oh. France. Long history between Ronda and Shayna Baszler, but Natalya dragging the champion out of the ring. And a couple oh. of right hands, and then Ronda with one of her own. Natalya said that's my friend now. And from behind, Raquel Rodriguez lifting Shayna Baszler up, planting Baszler. With the Tahana bomb. The what? The Tahana bomb for the win for Rodriguez. Here are your
1: winners: the team of Raquel Rodriguez and the SmackDown Women's Champion Rowdy Ronda Rousey.
2: Oh my God! Oh, this is awesome. Hey, hey who's going? My
1: father and I challenge you to a match for the Tag Team Championship.
2: Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura has brought some backup. Riddle is here. And remember, the bloodline is injured. Both Shinsuke Nakamura's partner, Rick Boots, and Riddle's partner, Randy Orton, as we told you about moments ago. And now Nakamura and Riddle marching to the red. The Usos taking advantage now with this two-on-one attack. Absolutely. The Usos have done a lot of terrible things to Boots and to Randy. And Riddle back into the fight with a floating bro. Shinsuke Nakamura and Riddle have the tag team champions, really. Shinsuke throwing Jimmy to the outside. Big right to the mouth. Riddle pummeling Jay. Not the way the Bloodline wanted to celebrate the start of their tag team championship reign here tonight. Oh, he had snap once. Well, but it's Velcro, I guess. More thighs out, uh, what's sir, he doing? Sir, You may, uh, may want to turn around. What's Shanky doing? Sky scraping, break dancing, Shanky oh. with a blow to the head and then a big kick. Oh. Meanwhile inside the ring, Huberto off the kick the Tinder, cover now, and a win for Los Lotharios. Are you kidding?
1: We lost again, pushing the back dancing.
2: Talk to Shanky's hand, says Shanky. Ginger was like, you need to be a little more focused. I think Ginger was in the right, but Shanky says, I don't need to hear that right now. I'm not sure. Ginger should have worried about what was going on in the ring. Yeah, you're right. Shanky, the Shanky chance. Okay. Shanky doesn't seem to be phased by the loss. Well, Samantha, here's how it's done. Okay. Go, Shanky. Go, Shanky. Go, Shanky, go, Shanky. Look at this guy. I mean, it took an L, but he's seven foot tall and feeling it. Dude, just come to Raw with me,
1: enough of this, enough, hey. Go oh, back to Raw and stay on Raw. I have a lot of oh. room oh. to
2: run. You're Pat men embarrassed here tonight. Sammy embarrassed over the fact the bloodline didn't come out, and uh, Kevin Owens humiliated when he was shoved by his old buddy. Zach Hertz lied to J.J. Watt this morning. Uh, the end of a friendship in Arizona, and now it looks like Kevin and Sammy. Oh, and look! At- what is Kevin Owens with a stunner? What is he doing? You trying to take down the sign, huh? Well, they- they were just taking down the, the KO set, the show is over. Friendship over again, the show is over. And KO with another stutter. <laughs> and now McIntyre has Ridge where he wants him. gives the tag to once. do your thing. And Xavier.
3: Exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts and seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Tiff Lipman.
4: Subhash.
3: 88 for the video game connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up to date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the video game connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
5: and welcome to the pwc friday night smack talk i'm your host jimmy t and my co-host he's back once again you might have even seen him earlier he's evil dose jeff lippman how's it going my friend welcome back to the smack talk
6: what the hell was that entrance
5: (laughs) that was just something i was fucking around with just uh it's only a, a temporary thing shall i say
6: Temporary. I repeated four times. I think it gave me two and a half strokes,
5: and not the good <laughs> I, kind I either. You, I bet you you never heard that song though, Jeff.
6: Uh, no, and I never want to hear it again. I, I have. Um, <laughs> I have some alternative thoughts for it, which we can play after the next break as to what would be uh, more appropriate for SmackDown.
5: Okay, no worries. Thank you, Jeff. Please give me the tips later on in the show. Well, I anyway. Will,
6: I've identified the coveted demo for SmackDown.
5: Oh, really? Yeah. And what's that, Jeff?
6: It's absolutely not the 18 to 34. It is definitely <laughs> the – there's two demos they want, the 37 to 55 <laughs> and the 6 to 16 because they, they want kids with their parents who have uh, like 10-year-olds to be watching. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, because th- th- this was this was family night on Friday. So, you know, um, oh, it wasn't terrible. Sure. It was better than Raw. It didn't score a zero. Um after my minus two curve, it, it, I think I gave
5: it a five. Yeah, you know what, man? I, like I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, I mean, I've been enjoying SmackDown. I can't really watch Raw, man. If, every time I try, I just it becomes a chore, and I just want to really fast-forward through the whole show. It's And especially when it's on live, it's even worse. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, Jeff...
6: Uh, hold on, I've got an alternative song right now. Go for it, play it. We'd like
5: you to meet a friend of ours... There's no
4: person like you
3: or me. Oh, She's God. a dinosaur, and her name is Dorothy the dinosaur. Yeah, Dorothy the dinosaur. Jeez. Very friendly dinosaur. She's green. Uh huh. Yellow spots. <laughs> oh, God damn it. They're oh,
5: Australian. God, this oh, is I, obviously, obviously, I can tell. Doing you do want to wait, do no, It's, it, it's going
6: to it's gonna get rocking. It's going to get rocking
5: pretty soon.
1: rump a chump.
6: rump pa chomp, rump pa chump. You Rump-pump-pachump. Rump-pump-pachump. can you see the boss legit. Rump
3: oh the, God. the song's <laughs> gonna start it,
5: oh. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he will dose, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ah,
6: this, this is the song for smackdown absolutely
5: i mean hey i can i can see that i can see that what the hell is that song i'm, I'm from australia and i don't even know who the fuck that was
6: that's the Wiggles, Dorothy the
5: Dinosaur. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean,
6: you have a whole catalog of, hundreds of songs
5: to pick from. Not the Wiggles, Jeff. Really? The Wiggles? Sure. Quack, If you don't quack, mind- quack, 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 oh, I- quack, cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, actually, huh? Jeff, why yeah. the hell do you have Wiggles songs? I mean, that's a little uh disturbing, shall oh, I say, Jeff.
6: I have this thing called YouTube. And if you put search and you put the letters
4: oh, in, it, it'll
6: give you pretty much anything you want. But yeah, as soon as I thought of SmackDown, I thought that there should be children's songs for it. And yeah, since shit. you're from Australia, and since I had to go to three Wiggles concerts in my life, I really? think you should all share it with me. Yeah,
5: One was on ice. I will, say, <laughs> I will say the Wiggles became a pretty big deal and they did blow up in the States. I mean, and they obviously they're huge in Australia too, but, um, Man, I can't believe the Wiggles became what they became. For whatever reason, they've blown up. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I don't know what to say about them any more than than that. Actually, Jeff, really, uh, yeah, but no, yeah, that, they nope, are.
6: Nope. That was only about three hundred and fifty U.S. school shootings ago. So, okay.
5: Wow, <laughs> Doctor Jeff Lippman is is going bang tonight on on the Friday night smack talk, even though it's on Saturday. But <laughs> I will say, Jeff, what's, in, what's gotten into you, man? What was yeah. with that last comment? Seriously. <laughs> Which last comment? Well, the 350 shootings. I did hear it was a roughly about 200 shootings, actually, this well, year alone, Jeff. Uh,
6: maybe mass shootings, and the definition right. of mass shootings is a little bit Well, mass odd.
5: shootings, not... not not just everyday
6: shootings because they exclude uh most that are considered drug related um which is mostly inner city crime which would make the number uh, considerably higher uh but what was that with uh yeah for the between 2008 and 2018 something like that some 10-year period the u.s had 288 school shootings um as compared to the like the next eight developed countries had like a total of six um combined I, because I hadn't seen the wiggle since my oldest was probably, you know, four or five, um, I, I extrapolated backwards and figured that there was less because this has been increasingly worse since Columbine. And I just, I, oh. I made them, I added a modest 70 or so or, or thereabouts. So it's not, but yeah, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 school
5: shootings ago. Holy shit, Jeff. Seriously, I mean, now, I'm never going to look at the wiggles and mass shootings the same ever again. So well, I think they I mean, might be the just...
6: solution to all mass shootings. <laughs> oh, boy.
5: Well, you know what? Since it is the smack talk, Jeff, let me ask, mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't have to answer this question, but I'm going to ask you, since we're on politics per se, mm-hmm. what is your thoughts on guns? I mean, do you think there should be gun control in the States, or are you all for it?
6: Well, I mean, those are two separate questions, aren't they? I mean, you can be for sure. gun control and be okay with with the private ownership of guns. I mean, it is the Second Amendment. It wasn't like an afterthought. Right? Um, no, no, absolutely. Now, one can reasonably argue that there was a Second Amendment for the right of revolution, but one could also correctly argue that there was a right of revolution and a need for people to have private arms. Because there was no military, so right. they needed people to have their arms. There was no other way to get a militia. Um, either way, um, I, you know, and between sixty-five percent and ninety percent of Americans, including gun owners, including NRA members, by the way, agree on on some basic things. So I, I am for those basic things. And nothing's a panacea. Nothing's a catch-all. It's not going to cure mental health. It's not going to cure despondency it's not going to cure people who are broken it, it's not going to cure everything but you can make it so that you can't get an assault rifle until you're 21 you can make it so that you can there that you can't get magazine clips of x amount that you can't buy x amount of ammunition um you know within certain amounts of time um that uh, you can have universal background checks that are more effective. One universal one where there's more of a uh, database directory so that right. the red flags don't keep getting missed because they've been missed plenty of times. And then I'm sure that there's other things as well. But one of the most popular solutions being bandied about is arming school teachers. Okay, folks, my mother was a school teacher and my right. ex-wife... Is a school teacher. Those are two oh, reasons really? right there, and not to arm school teachers.
3: Okay, <laughs> oh, I, I that's mean a in this country, combination, we, Jeff.
6: we we don't even teach our we, we don't even let our teachers decide what books they can teach in the curriculum. But you want them to carry firearms? If if your kid gets their cell phone taken around away around here, parents sue the schools and go straight to the lawyer. But the, the, but the school teachers who are often like people in their twenties, getting their first job. You're going to you want them with firearms. They're supposed all of a sudden they're supposed to turn into Rambo and John Wick. Meanwhile, while the cops huddle outside and don't run into bullets, I don't want to run to a bullet either. I also didn't sign up to be a police officer. And, you know, a lot of people in this country give police the benefit of the doubt when a lot of things happen. And one of the reasons you get the benefit of the doubt when you make those split second decisions is because in this in cases like this, you don't make a split second decision not to do something and you don't continue making that decision for 60 minutes you go in that's that that's part of the job you go in you, you, someone's mom doesn't shouldn't have to be the hero and you don't tase her and and or arrest her to not go in so what do i think i, I think it's a false choice it's a, it's not a binary decision and most people in the country agree with that it's just there's one political party that that seems to want everything and then there's another political party that seems to be in the pocket of a, a, a disgraced not-for-profit that is going under, and its own members don't agree with large portions of its um, its its political plank, its positions. So, so it's, uh, saying talking about making school when you're talking about trying to turn schools into harder targets, hardening the targets, right. you've already you've you're lost right. the conversation. I mean, they're not supposed to be forts, and you want to bar the doors? What? Well, you, what's going to stop someone with a, with a gun from shooting out a window and climbing in a window? So they shed bulletproof glass in all the windows in, in, in schools. There's 130,000 public schools in the United States. You want to put a cop in everyone? There's 700,000 cops in the United States. So more than one out of every police officer is going to be in, in a school. And by the way, some schools, one police officer isn't nearly life. So I mean, what? Well, what are we talking about here? I mean, you don't let fifteen-year-olds drive. Does that prevent a fifteen-year-old from getting in a car and causing a giant accident? No, it doesn't. But it doesn't happen enough, a lot. So you know, I mean, right, right. you take precautions. We we can't stop you know plane hijackings either. But we but we took a hell of a lot of steps around September twelfth, two thousand one, to, to to uh, mitigate the chances of that of that happening a lot.
5: And things have changed big time since then, at the airports especially, obviously.
6: They sure have. And maybe some of them were overdue, like a locked cockpit door that was secure. But it's a, right. it's a lot easier to secure an airplane where there's one way in and out versus a school where there's got to be lots of doors and fire exits, windows, ventilation, uh, a gym, outside recreation. I mean, it's it's – come on. It, 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 you can't have it – Fort Waverley Park School, Fort, you know Johannesburg William, you know Middle School. I mean, it's it's, it, it yeah, that that that's, that shouldn't be part of the equation. But boy, you really made a mistake when you got me on a soapbox, didn't you?
5: Well, I wanted to know your honest opinion, and to be fair, even on our previous shows on the Skirmish, and uh, even on uh, another show, we've been talking about this funny enough. And uh, you know, since you're on the show, and I never actually got your opinion the last couple of times, I thought I wanted to know your opinion. And it is a smack talk after all.
6: I've really tried not to talk about politics and my opinions on most of my shows, mostly because, you know, it seems that, you know, you're going to alienate, you know, 40 to 50% of your audience, whatever you say, but maybe it's my confidence getting up. Maybe it's just, this is a little bit more serious to me than your average issue might be. Um, But yeah, I'm all for gun ownership. I have firearms. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not anti that at all, um, but this, you know, th- this is crazy. This, I mean, and it's not. So it's, you know, when it happened in Columbine, and afterwards, it was once in a while. Now, right? It's, I'm, that's what's, I'm, I'm surprised if a week goes by and there's not a mass shooting.
5: And that's the thing, man. And I remember Columbine, even back then, back in '99, I think it was, wasn't it, when yeah. Columbine happened. Right, and uh ever since then it's just let off a an absolute nuke because just it just kept happening after that since that time, and like with us here in Australia, once that type of shit was happening here, that's when they took our guns away. Do you know what i mean and and that's and I must admit, I'm all for guns too, funny enough, right, but in saying that, it has stopped those random, crazy mass shootings. You know what I mean? Ironically, Fancy right? Fancy that. <laughs> I mean, Fancy that, right. It's I true, mean, man. It's
6: The people here want to blame everything except guns. And, again, taking away guns. First of all, it's 400 million legal guns here, let alone how many illegal ones. It's impossible to get rid of them. Just the same reason it's illegal to get rid of. It's impossible to get rid of all the illegal immigrants and everything like that. So all of those right, get rid yeah. of everything. You know, it's it's impossible. But... A lot of these are people who go to the store and they legally acquire AR-15 and they either drive over state lines or they did it in their own state. You know, you know sometimes you can't get a handgun, but you can get an AR-15. I mean, it's <laughs> That's crazy. It, it's it, Yeah, it's just crazy. And by the way, if you harden all the schools they'll just move off the schools that wait till the kids are at recess and shoot them in the field or they'll go to churches or they'll go to daycare centers or they'll go to the mall. I mean, you can't, you, you know, they're already going to houses of worship, which a lot of them are using money on, on private security, you know, instead of charitable work or soup kitchens or whatever it is, or social services, because whether you like it or not, religious houses of worship and organized churches are pro- one of the, the things that fill the social safety net, uh, you know, because we sort of don't prioritize it and really no one really knows how to handle it anyway. Um, so all, all I'm saying is that Australia, Japan, Korea, Ghana, England, Norway, whatever, they all have similar levels of mental health. All the kids play the same video games. They all listen to the same goddamn music. It's, 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 it's true. It wasn't Elvis then. It's it, it's not Little Nas now. It, it's not it, it's not Red, Dem, Red Dead Redemption now any more than it was Area Seven when I was a kid or whatever you know those shooter games were. It, you know it's not heavy metal. It's not D Snyder and Twisted Sister. Are things getting worse? Yeah, we're all getting more antisocial. We're it's easier to be isolated. So what are we gonna do? Are we are gonna get rid of technology? Who's you can who, who's going to go off the internet now nobody so all i'm saying is that we should do things that we can do not 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 cry about things that we can't do there are things we can do and things that are, that are not particularly controversial except for that 20 percent or so that that will yell about everything
3: oh that's
5: true and that was well put jeff actually that was very well put and uh man like i said if if i had the the clapping uh sound effect right now, I would have played it, but unfortunately um, I don't. Well, but, um, well let's, anyway.
6: Let's do the humming dance then.
5: <laughs> yeah. Let's get our AKs out, start fucking shooting him yeah. to the ground. But but you're, you're right about one thing, man. If, no matter where it is around the world, man, Australia, yeah, Australia, the UK, wherever, Europe, South America, well, mainly like, you know, Australia and the UK and all that. We're exactly like you guys, dude. We listen to the same shit. We pretty much dress the same way. Maybe we're not as uptight when it comes to politics because our politics down here is just absolutely sh- shit, like shit house, literally. I mean, it's a joke. It's really a joke. Our politics are just, yeah. Don't even get me started. But uh, and and get this, we, we just we just <laughs> yeah we just elected our own Biden, dude. Our new prime minister is his last name's Albanese. He's just like. He's just like Albanese. Is he? Sounds like Mussolini. Albanese, he's Italian. he's yeah. He's the first ethnic actually to become the leader of Australia. Funny enough. What, what does that mean? The first ethnic. Well, the first non- Anglo-Saxon prime minister. Is
6: Anglo-Saxon not an ethnicity any longer? Well, you get my drift, Jeff.
5: I Australia's, do, do, you know. I do get you. Know your what I'm saying. I get your.
6: I hear your white privilege as you right, are now to me. Well, they will look into this, Jeff. Or, if you or, want or to know it anything. Or is Oceania
5: explaining to me? Well, that's subjective too, because we're our own continent too, Jeff. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in Oceania as the wider continent, Australia itself, Australasia, no, no, no is you're a continent. not any
4: longer.
6: It's all part of one continent. You've been demoted to part of a bigger continent. There's not eight continents. What are you, you want to saying, call yourself Jeff? the subcontinent of Australia? That's fine. Like India is well, the subcontinent of Asia?
5: No, hold on a minute. They're in Asia. They're, they're basically part of Asia. But Australia right. is also a continent. Oceania. No,
6: no, you've been demoted. Yes. You're like Pluto. You've been demoted. You're, <laughs> you're a dwarf continent. You're part of the larger ocean. Come on now. There's still seven continents. No, you're
5: continents. right. Well, I they're starting to, to call me. us Asia pretty much even these days, Jeff. Well,
6: then there would be six continents. Whatever Asia it is, Pacific. just don't be. That's what they're starting to say now. Just don't be incontinent, okay?
5: Right. Uh, we'll try. But even though we're a huge continent, This continental whole thing disease, about are how far on. the
6: continental chef's shelves go, and they have to be no more than so deep into the ocean <laughs> to count as a contiguous continental shelf, it's actually going to be a big deal when you get things about law of the sea and trade and as resources <laughs> get more and more scarce. You're going to hear more and more about this. Listen to well, Garden View's Law of the Sea episode and Admiralty and Maritime for more information it. on that fascinating topic. <laughs>
5: <laughs> absolutely and you can listen to it right here on the pwc network well anyway jeff let's get into pro wrestling before we bore our listeners and viewers for that matter nice. and we do have smackdown Cross. coming live from arkansas little rock arkansas featuring all the latest build to next month's Hell in the Cell pay-per-view event and is it official now jeff i guess now the brand split is officially over
6: no, they say it's not over, but, you know, in all practicality, wow. you know, for all intents and purposes, it's over, but it's totally not over. So, oh, yeah. Right. How come it's not called Arkansas? Good question. That's true. Arkansas,
5: it should be. But it's I mean, Arkansas. is Kansas. It's not Kansas. <laughs> oh, hey, wow, that's true. That's true. Will you tell me, Jeff? It is an American uh, city, so uh, what's up with that?
6: I, I don't know. I've been wondering this for a long time. I I imagine it's how uh, certain First Nation tribes pronounce it, or more likely some ethnic French, some Francophiles pronounced hmm. it when it was does part Arkansas, of the Louisiana territory.
5: Well, the, well the, does Arkansas have a French connection, though? I don't think it does.
6: I think all of that. Between the Mississippi and the Missouri rivers where it was part of the Louisiana territory.
5: Like New Orleans and all that, right? All the, well, yeah, the Creole people is, as well. I mean, right?
6: Anything yeah. Orleans is French. Louisiana is named after King Louis. I mean, so it's okay, uh, right? It's, yeah. I mean, Missouri Saint get Louis the is again right. the same Saint Louis. Louis, Louis XIII, the Louis the Thirteenth, the the pious mm-hmm. king who lost every war but never gave up, kept going. <laughs> yes, what Pope, about Louis the wants, I'll fight it. <laughs> I'll lose, but I'll, I'll keep doing it.
5: Wow. what about Louis the Fly, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know who Louis the
6: Fly is, but I'm listening. I'm, I'm interested.
5: Well, I'm sure you know Louis Theroux. Thoreau. Well, whatever, Jeff. Because I'm Australian, it's pronounced as Thoreau. Yeah, but I guess since in the in the American sense, it's would you say Thoreau? Thoreau, yeah, well, like you throwing. I'm not sure we're <laughs> talking
6: about the same person.
5: So yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, oh, I'm sure we yeah. like, are. The guy like, that does the documentaries no, 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 no. He's a British guy that does documentaries. Don't, don't, don't know really? Look people. into him, dude. He's even done some wrestling ones. Well, yeah, so do I, but that's, that's not him. Richard and David. You actually like this guy. I would. Of, of course I know who David Attenborough is, man.
6: You know, I don't like anybody. Why, why would you think I would like him?
5: I hate everything. Believe me when I tell you that. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that next time off the air. But, um. So, anyway, we move to the – where are we, man? Um, L- Little Rock, start- Arkansas. Yes, Little Rock, Arkansas. So, we get the Usos opening up the show as they're given a big entrance. They get on the mic and thank Roman Reigns and say, two days ago marks 12 years of them being in WWE. I, I actually do remember their debut, Jeff, funny enough. And yeah, never I- in a million years did they think they'd be standing in the middle of this ring in front of them. We've cheered them and booed them through ups and downs and we literally watched them grow up before us. 12 years of being away from their families and who was there? All of us. They love coming here and being an entertainer in front of us so from the bottom of their hearts they like to say thank you Jeff. For the past 12 years they've also realized that they didn't need any of us and they crow about being unified champs. Enter Shinsuke Nakamura he says he and his partner challenged them to a match for the titles, and his partner wanted to fight them by himself, but he asked to join. The Usos ask where is his partner and mock Rick Boogs for being injured, but Nakamura introduces his partner, which is another than Matt Riddle. The Usos meet them in the ropes and they brawl. Riddle manages to take Jay down, but Jimmy cuts him off and dumps Matt to the floor. The Usos work Shinsuke over until Riddle blasts them with a corkscrew moonsault. And that was the first segment, Jeff. What do you think?
6: They don't need us. They only need Oose. Whoa. Oh, I, I like the promo. It was a little bit swervy because they were acting very emotional. It was almost like, he, you know, Jimmy was sort of holding things in because of Naomi. That was, you know, that was sort of the undercurrent, the undertow. Right. The only thing I heard is that we don't need anybody, which would include Roman and Paul, even though they thanked Roman at the beginning. But, they did say we don't need anyone, just each other. So it wasn't clear to me that that's not the beginning of sowing the seeds. And that was, and there's another reason for it a little bit later. What I think about it, I, you know, this thing with Nakamura is silly. I like that they remembered Rick Boogs. I mean, Matt Riddle and Nakamura, I guess Orton's out, Nakamura lost his partner. I mean, it does sort of make sense, um, but it, it it didn't excite me. I mean, I mean this was... One of two, sort of trying to get a big surprise and not getting a big surprise at all during the course of that. But it was fine. It made it made sense. It furthered the song. And once again, we can let me play the wiggle song some more. Okay. Go for it, Jeff.
5: Please. Nah, you're supposed
6: to say no. Please don't. Well, wow. Jeez. We'll play it not at the that end. Can... No
5: <laughs> Not that I've got a choice, but uh yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. I thought when when that shit happened at the start, I was thinking we we're going to get the match on the same night, but apparently it's, that wasn't happening. We were getting it on raw Monday night. So but, sorry, uh, man. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, I, look, I, I love has, Shinsuke. It's not lost like half his size. Yeah, he has, especially when you, see, when you see him back in his new Japan days, he was much, much more solid, but he looks all right. It just looks like he can't be bothered anymore. Jeff, really. He's just <laughs> on cruise control, man. Like well, really? he's playing
4: not half
6: of his hair shaved, half of his head yeah. shaved every few days <laughs> for that ridiculous Matt Taven
5: haircut. Well, well, yeah, it is a Matt Taven haircut. But to be fair to Shinsuke, he's had it maybe longer than Matt Taven, but Matt Taven has had it for a long time. Yeah, but to be
6: fair to Matt Taven, Shinsuke is much uglier and it looks much worse on him.
5: <laughs> oh, gee. Jesus Christ, how can I disagree? But, it's hey, terrible.
6: The- it's a terrible haircut. He's a weird-looking dude. Everything about him is weird. I don't understand why people like him. Okay. I hate I'm, you, am not going to get
5: into that. I'm Shinsuke? not going to get into that, Jeff. Oh, Shinsuki. You know what Suki means in, in Australian slang, Jeff?
6: Uh, it means
5: Saki Yukiaki. No, it means crybaby. <laughs>
6: oh, well, that's so,
5: that. Okay. Just saying, really. I'm being dead serious there, actually, Jeff. Anyway, let's move on. We uh we get a little recap of Raquel Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey from a couple of weeks ago. Raquel makes an entrance, and we cut to the women's locker room. Shonté Blackout complains about Rodriguez getting another total shot. Hold on a second. Asks, uh, who, yes, five women are in the women's locker room. Five. Right. <laughs> five. And what's with Shotzi Blackout becoming some sort of like coach now or some shit? I mean, agent provocateur the stirring the shit up. Oh, whatever. Anyway, she goes on to ask Zia Lee why she undefeated why she undefeated isn't out there. She points out Eliza's record speed win, and she tells her to shut up. She tells Natalia she has more victories any more than any woman in WWE. Because Zia
6: Lee gets her stuff, and she rushes right to the ring. Right No, she just leaves.
5: Yeah, she just leaves, and then I didn't even notice Zia Lee to be honest with you, Jeff. That's funny. Yeah, I'm being dead too serious. Then
6: she says something Say to, to Aliyah A- 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 and. She tells Shotzi to shut up and she goes straight to the... No, she leaves also.
5: Unbelievable. Anyway, she says about Natalia having more victories than any other woman in WWE. She's a living legend and should be champion right now. She tells Shayna Baszler that she's a killer. Shotzi says they're the best in the world and they're letting another opportunity pass by. So what are they going to do about it? And what do they do about it? <sighs> they end up wrestling Raquel Rodriguez and Ronda Rousey, which originally started, was well, supposed to be a singles match between Raquel Rodriguez and Ronda Rousey. I have a more but serious
6: all... question to ask. As Nadi's bottom gets wider, does she get <laughs> implants to keep her proportion? Does she get like implants on the sides of her implants and on the tops of her implants <laughs> to, to keep her like balanced so that she's equal thickness? Because her, 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 her boobs are becoming disturbingly large.
5: <laughs> they.
6: Like, like like her boobs are the size of Shayna Baszler. Yeah, they are becoming like the entire. And you know body. what,
5: man? I mean, she's starting to look like a real. um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty big, Jeff. They're knockers. I mean, really, they're really big. Like if you were I on mean, the Titanic and attracting... you couldn't
6: get on one of those lifeboats, you could just grab her, throw throw her overboard, <laughs> and float for a
5: while. She'll be bloating, bro. One hundred percent. She is bloating. But, but, um, She's definitely bloated. Now, I don't know if she has put implants on the side of her or what's going on there. She's very voluptuous uh-huh. and okay. very well-proportioned, right. actually, Jeff. Yeah, all right. I mean, come on. You're telling me you wouldn't hit it, Jeff? Come on. No. <laughs> you wouldn't hit it?
6: Absolutely not. Wow. In, in In that room, there was a, there's a 60% positive rate. She's not
5: in it. Oh, 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 boy. I hope you get heat for that one, actually, Jeff. I mean, what do you think of her sister? More importantly, I mean, shout outs to A Track Brown, who absolutely adores her.
6: I, I don't mess around with A Track side pieces,
3: <laughs> I,
6: I, I give him the respect.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just, just like
6: the Wiggles would.
3: Oh, God.
5: Stop talking about the Wiggles, please, Jeff. Just because I'm from Australia, man. Doesn't mean you have to play the wiggles. But anyway, Raquel Rodriguez wins by pinfall with a one arm powerbomb on Shayna Baszler. And big whoop. I guess we're going to have a little fucking schmozzy with these fucking people. I mean, I'm not even, I don't care about this little feud. Who gives a shit? Where are we going here, Jeff? I I I mean, really.
6: I mean, you know, a lot of people were asking the question. Why is Raquel Rodriguez getting another match with Shayna Baszler? She lost clean, and that was fine. And right. they, they gave the nod of respect, and so she should be on to the next. And she got so this answer is the reason why. The reason why is because I guess they're putting tag, together tag team tor- tag teams for this tournament, oh, and yeah, yeah. I guess what they're telling us that Shayna and Natty are the next ones. Now, the only possible good thing that could come out of this would be. What I've been saying all along is that Shayna Baszler should be Ronda, Ronda Ronda Rousey's next opponent, not to win, but it's a, it's sort of a natural feud, and it would be it's an easy story to tell. But even if it happens, it'll be in two and a half months. It won't be any good, and and they're probably just yeah. waiting for someone like Bailey to get back, or whatever, for Naomi to apologize, or Grovel or something. But yeah, where are we going? I mean, obviously they're gonna they're gonna you know f- fight futilely for a while. Uh, Shotzi, I guess, will get involved. Aaliyah will get involved. We'll get We'll get the trios and then they'll you know they'll all be in tag team in this tag team tournament um which you know i guess maybe they'll cobble together four or five teams from the main roster and you know lend another two or three from nxt god God forbid they invite mickey james and you know someone from impact or you know two people from nwa or you know pretend that there's some sort of you know, oh, you know, forbidden door. You know that thing with with Molina and and uh, Mickey James, just complete one
5: offs. Oh, please, God damn it. Anyway, like I said, I don't really give a shit about this little thing going on between all these women. Although I will say, Ronda Rousey does look much happier suddenly since she's become your SmackDown Women's Champion. Well, did you see
6: the report that there was that Sasha didn't want to work with
5: Ronda Rousey? Everyone thought it was well, like no, that's just or- bullshit. Yeah, no, 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 I don't believe that, man. I don't believe that one bit. That's just bullshit. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these dirt sheets these days are just making stories up on the fly, man. It's never been this crazy before. Like, literally. I mean, we can we can make the same prediction or the same sort of uh, rumor. I mean, it's pretty easy to see how they came up with this bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we both know that Naomi hates Nikki Ash. <laughs> I mean, once we found
6: out the ringside news is worth three million dollars, come on, oh PwC.net, PWC sheets,
5: <laughs> PWC sheets. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, maybe we to start. A P- opinion columnist Chris Ams. <laughs> oh no! Can you imagine that? Oh every boy! Every episode of
6: free song by Homeboy. <laughs> and you? Hey, he's a paid sponsor, off- Jeff. Yeah, and if you're a Patreon, you get one dollar off the, your five dollar slap. So for you, it's only a four dollar <laughs> slap.
5: <laughs> well, you know what? He would pay actually probably fifteen dollars to get three slaps because he's a big fan of bin Hamid anyway. So shout out to the Ayatollah once again.
6: I mean, I mean the people who bought the dirt sheet. They, they, we, the PwC would pay one dollar towards their five dollar slap.
5: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, anyway, we move to a new day segment backstage. They say they won't give away who their partner is because there'd be spoilers. And all week everybody's been blowing their phones up to team with them and go fight the brawling brutes. And that means their partner could be literally anyone, from Moon Knight to Max Moon, to Max Headroom to Reed Richards, or even some dude they found on the street. Even the interview lady. We've informed that Makamas will also return next week, Jeff, as Los Lotharios. Make wow. the agents as we go to the break. Medical technology
6: has of- really improved on those broken necks. You get pulmonized, you're back in two weeks. Fuck you, WWE. Just fuck you.
5: Absolutely. And shout out to Max Moon, a.k.a. K-Dog, a.k.a. Conan, <laughs> who yeah. was originally the, the first Max Moon. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you know what's stupid about this? Didn't you and I say last week right here on the Smack Talk that, well, I'm pretty sure I said it, it was going to be Drew McIntyre that was going to be their tag partner. I mean, you how fucking say,
6: obvious. You, you did it is. say that. said, yeah, it probably is going to be. But yeah, you, you pulled that one out. It's
5: stupid. Yeah. It's stupid, man. I mean, I hate that obvious shit, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, so, well, that go... was the
6: Friday night dance party because everybody was dancing oh. also tonight. A lot of dancing. Right. At Smackdown, which is another was... reason we should play the Whipples.
5: Should call it Friday, <laughs> Friday night dancing fucking SmackDown, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and we're going to get to dancing right now, actually, Jeff, because we dinner. come back from the. Right. Jinder Mahal is backstage looking for Shanker. He opens the door to see Shanker grooving to his entrance team and yells at him to get him to come to the ring. And then we move on to the match between Jinder Mahal and Shanker versus Los Lethargicos, Angel Gaza, and Humberto Carrillo. And uh, what the fuck are they doing with Shanker? I mean, I knew this was going to happen anyway. I mean, it was only a matter of time. Psst.
6: Uh, all I can tell you is Sangha is better. Sangha mania is running wild with me.
1: I don't know. Wow. I mean,
6: if Jinder and Shanky have to be on the TV, at least they're losing, and at least this was sort of a little bit funny towards the end. Maybe, and I gave up and chuckled a little bit. Uh, The ring announcer was the most – what's her name? Samantha Irvin.
5: Is that her name? Something. I think so. I don't
6: know. Something like that. Is is she Ricochet's um, new interest? I think she is, right, yes. Right. he is you're right well, well, sh- well Shocky's an improvement so okay no i'm kidding it's definitely not um i i don't know this this whole thing this whole thing was weird and they're breaking up i mean again when you break up a tag team you should break up a tag team because they had some success because if you break up a tag team with failure nobody cares that they're they're breaking up there's no sen- you should expect it or that one of them is really over and the other isn't. So the other one gets some heat because of the jealousy, neither of these guys is over at all. So when two guys aren't over, have a feud, no one cares. So I guess you turn to dancing because dancing is now a character in WWE. And I guess it makes kids laugh. Um, And you put the pretty girl in the dress on the camera, which is, which is fun because you only had five women in the locker room and some of them aren't pretty. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so most uh and one oh, is pretending to be locked in a closet I don't know this is dumb this is all like this is when they can't think of anything else they come up with break up a tag team and somebody dances that, 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 that that's it and and they all have like they all have one thought like last week it was like countouts we're, we're gonna do a countout but sometimes you run in from a countout but you get clocked and get knocked out okay great idea everyone run with that and this week it's hey, Let's have some tension, but people dance. Dancing. Excellent. People love to dance on
5: you know, Friday nights. It's, God, well, yeah, to dance. it is Friday night.
6: Five year olds love to dance. They'll dance to anything.
5: I used to love like to this. dance once upon a time, Jeff. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Kill me now, folks. <laughs> oh, man. But not with the automatic you know, weapon. I'm- Oh, Bazinga right there by Jeff. I mean, man, you know what blows my mind? Whoops, no pun intended with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. What really blows my mind is the fact, look at the way we talk about this show and this company, dude. It's completely different. We spoke about a good hour and a half on just Rampage and AEW earlier today. And with with WWE and SmackDown and Raw in general, we struggled to do an hour, dude. Think about I, that for a I'd moment. rather talk about gun
6: control. <laughs> well. No, I mean, I really, well, really would I'm I'd glad we here. did. And SmackDown was the better WWE show this week.
5: It was. It was. Far and no, away. It was. And then make no mistake about it, I actually enjoyed the show for what it was. It does lose me after a while, too, even coming up to the main event. It lost me even by that point. But uh
6: I would just feel better I mean? watching if, if I could rent somebody's like five and seven year old to make me feel like I should be watching that idiotic show. Thanks for well, letting me borrow again. Take it back. Right.
5: You did warn me. You did warn me. And it did now that I think about it, it does feel like a real kiddie show. But anyway, Los Lothario's win by pinfall with a running drop kick from Humberto Carrillo on Jinder Mahal. Post match, Ginger yells at Shanky, but Shanky isn't having it. Jeff and Shanky ends up, God, gr- grating in the general direction of the poor ring announcer. Wait,
6: I think you mean gyrating, not grating.
5: Oh, gyrating. Sorry, yes, you're right. Sorry, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Gyrating. I am a bit tired, Jeff. Give me a break. But you're right. It was gyrating, and he was gyrating, and in the direction of that the poor the ring gyrations announcer.
6: were grating. <laughs>
5: Well, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for Via to pretty much start dancing soon too on Raw, man.
6: Maybe that is his, that's his dance of destruction.
5: Oh god! Maybe they should put them together and call them the Dancing Indians. I mean, why not? Didn't, they didn't all dance. To do
6: this with Ma Mahar Bali Shira.
5: I don't know if yeah, I'm pronouncing his
6: name right, but
5: you talking about the two the the two Canadian Indian guys? I don't know the tag team. They were tag team I mean, brothers or some shit. Ginder's
6: a Canadian Indian guy, but yeah, no, he is. He is. No, there, there was only one guy for the most time, and he was doing. He was doing. He was doing a dance. He was trying to get like everyone to do the the dance. Um, his last name was she, was uh, Shira, and huh. I can't. I, I never could pronounce his name, and now I have even more trouble because I mosh it up with the guy who's playing Blade now, who was in House of Cards and True Detective, who's actually like an Oscar yeah. winning. Uh
5: Actor, really? Oh God, Mahashiro well,
6: Ali or I—I can't.
5: I'll probably that. know who it is once you show me or once I see a picture of him. But right now, I guess I couldn't care less because they're all pretty much going to get released eventually within the year, I think. Whoa! As
6: as long—well, I don't know about the but as long as it's not Shanga,
5: they can all go, in my opinion, including Veer. No. But anyway, yes. Not Shunga. Screw I can't. And Shunga. Shunga can get fucked, Jeff. Shunga says you can get fucked. <laughs> anyway, speaking of getting fucked, we get Max Dupree, who has a meeting with Adam Pierce backstage. Who? He asks if – oh, Max Dupree. Is that, is that how you pronounce it, Jeff? Max Dupree. <laughs> Dupree, whatever. I we went
6: through this last week.
5: I know. I don't care. It reminds me of Fandango. It's no, the same it's totally shit. Different. It's completely different oh, thing. Please, it's Fandango. It's the same shit, Jeff. Come on. Oh
6: yeah, you're the guy who thinks Elias looks like Ezekiel.
5: <laughs> well, it is Elias, Jeff. Come on now. I mean, Kevin Owens no in this, it's frigging no. He is Elias. Kevin Owens isn't crazy. Pants no, 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 no pants on fire. No liar, liar. It's Elias. I don't care what he says. I don't care what you say. That's ridiculous. Well, anyway, Jeff, who's this dramatic. guy? Is it Max Dupree? Is it LA Knight? Or is no. it uh what was
2: How could it be LA? For all, LA Knight had a beard and a different name.
5: <laughs> Did he? Yeah. I thought he had shoes, like the British Knights.
6: He hit the suit, he had that yellow biker, <laughs> that, you know, motorcycle man. jacket. This guy, this guy, he's got debonair, he's got swan of He walks up to Adam Pierce with a shirt no, all really. over and puts his he's chest so in Adam Pierce's face like that. Very close talking, very a little bit uncomfortable there. Uh, no, I
5: don't know. Well, I I don't know break man, down the
6: action for us, Jimmy.
5: Well, let's break it down. Um, where down. is he? He does have a meeting with Adam, yeah, right? He does have a meeting with Adam Pearce backstage. He asks if he's gotten the paperwork in order for his modeling agency to start recruiting. Pearce says they can make it official and effective immediately. He's welcoming He's welcoming him to SmackDown as Kevin Owens makes his entrance as we go to the war break. What's happening here with Max Dupree? And is he officially part of SmackDown and Raw, I guess? He is I mean, officially
6: part of SmackDown. Yes, his contract was l- both legal and binding. So, yeah. Okay. What part did not so, you understand?
5: Well, what I don't understand is who's in his uh, agency?
6: <laughs> He's going to start recruiting. He said, you know what that means, Pierce, is that I'm going to start recruiting for maximum modeling agency. And Pierce, you don't make the cut. He's saying oh. Pierce is too ugly. Ooh, really? Yeah.
5: That was a burn. Ah, that's a burn. <laughs> yeah. Was it a Chinese burn, though? That was a Dupree
6: burn, which is clearly <laughs> French.
5: <Yeah. laughs> anyway, we come back from the commercial. We get a hype reel for the Special Olympics. Kevin Owens gets on the mic and welcomes us to the KO show. He talks about his crusade to make Elias regret the whole Ezekiel deal and Ooh. welcomes his guest, Ezekiel, or Elias, Elias has Elias. been gone for like a it's year. It's what No, on no, and on no, about? no, 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 no. He's here now. It's I don't care. He's Here
6: now.
5: He's there with He's you in he, Australia. Well, he, he could be. Does he, he know these be. parents? <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Well, anyway, he welcomes his guest tonight. A member of the bloodline. That's right. I said bloodline. Sammy Zane. Hmm. Can you What's believe up, that? Sammy Zane. What's sure. up, Us? That was funny, by the way. Good. He give Kev hug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chair He and Kev hug and talk about how happy they are to see each other and Sammy admits that the last time they were together, there was some bad blood. But it's mm. all water right under the bridge. KO asks him to have his back on the Ezekiel thing and claims that he's always had his back. He wants him to drop everything he's doing on SmackDown and call out the liars, starting with Elias. Sammy says now isn't a good time and there's a lot on his plate. Sammy right. calls him Us, and K.O. gives him shit for it, pointing out that he's not actually in the bloodline, and quite frankly, he looks and sounds like a moron. <laughs> Zane fires back that Elias and Ezekiel are clearly two different people, and everybody so, can see it, except for Kev and so me. They right. bicker back and forth about their respective delusions. Owen says if he calls the bloodline out, they shall come and help. So he does. They don't come out, and Kev says... He's sorry, but clearly they don't care. Sammy shrugs it off and leaves. Afterwards, Kevin stuns the poor crew members who were taking the KO show set down. What the fuck was this?
6: Well, they both made good points in that clearly the bloodline does not care about Sammy, but clearly Kevin is delusional about this Ezekiel Elias thing, Um, much like yourself. um, This was... uh, Bullet, Bullet Club is fine. Mark 15, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn,
5: part 47. one million. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, I know. And, and what sucks, you know what's bad actually about WWE? I feel like, I know he's going to sound stupid, but they make me feel stupid, Jeff. I feel like after watching this show, I'm like. Well, you know what, what will make you feel good? What's that? Don't tell me the wiggles. The wiggles can get fucked, Jeff. Don't you feel happy now? Don't I, don't know. Know. I, just- I wanna, <laughs> do me a favor and play men at work jeff no yes much better if you want to go no, with
6: aussie band no i i was more like 15 for men at work that's too adult for smackdown
5: <laughs> oh boy i mean yeah look just going through this fucking show it is very childish it's very sad but in saying that it's not a bad bad show but uh it no, is very fine. childish
6: you're right they're always funny together. It's just a question of how much and how many times. How many times do you go back to this? Well, this is what you do when you have very small rosters. Uh, yeah. And I'm like a broken record with I say it every single week. And and That's they can true. they can ignore the brand split all they want. And the rosters are still thin even with both rosters, um, even with bringing the, the, a couple new faces. And it's just it's just all very. It's all very corny. I mean, that's what is corny corny. Corny or cheesy. It's somewhere between corny and, and cheesy. cheesy. I'm not I'm not really sure what the difference is, but it's but it's got parts of both in it.
5: That's, that's Whatever very it is cheesy and corny.
6: Yeah, unless you're talking about chips that come in a like a bag, like Cheetos or something, nothing should be corny and cheesy at the same time.
0: I do like nacho Fritos though.
6: are like the only place where you should have corn cheese in the same place. <laughs>
5: what about head cheese though, Jeff? Remember head Absolutely. cheese? Absolutely not. <laughs> Shout-outs to Al Snow. Yeah, now you, you anyway. can have head and then have cheese. Fine. Well, as long as you, Together, as long as you don't have cheese no. in between your knees, Jeff, uh, yeah. it's all it's, good. It's
6: definitely not like a Reese's peanut butter. You can put your chocolate yeah. in my peanut butter or my peanut mm. butter in your chocolate, and you can do them separately. It's not the same Ooh. with head or cheese.
5: Together, <laughs> I, bad. I love Reese's peanut butter chocolate is the bomb, just quietly. Anyway, speaking of, we do get Drew Gulak and Ricochet versus Imperium in Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser Mm -hmm. and Gulak to start, collar and elbow. Ludwig chips to a standing armbar. Whatever, Kaiser. Anyway, in the hands, boot up. Kaiser with a big slap and half halch suplex. Ludwig follows up, runs the ropes, imperium win by pinfall with a penalty kick from Ludwig Kaiser on Drew Gulak. Eh, I mean, much of the same worked, from last it's week. Fine.
6: It's, it's fine. It's, this is, well, this was a tag Well,
0: it's right. Well,
6: it's, at least it's escalating. At least it's not the same thing. What they do now, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, everyone is pretty clear this is going to lead to a, um, uh, Gunter versus Ricochet intercontinental program, which is fine. That suits me just fine. But this build for it, it's just really sort of weak. I mean, if I was Ricochet, I'd be like, you're right, this guy is a loser. Can I hang on with you guys?
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I like schnitzel. 100%. Me too, actually. Heck, I ate schnitzel about a couple of days ago. So, yeah, shout-outs to the mm-hmm. schnitzels in Germany. Anyway, post-match. <laughs> yeah, let's. Post-match, we get Imperium attack Gulak some more. Sami Zan is backstage asking the Usos directly what they think of him and what he honestly is to them. He pitches them on joining the bloodline as an on- honorary member, and they're down with it. Heading into Roman's office and leaving Sammy celebrating like he just won a world title. The brawling boots make the entrance as we go to the break again, Jeff. And he was going us crazy in the back there, Sammy.
6: Yeah, um for a guy who sees conspiracies everywhere and used to have a film crew around him, you think maybe he could like do a little security for himself and f- film the mm-hmm. Usos and see what they're saying when he's not around. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm not talking about, yeah, th- this is really silly. It's really dumb. And I mean, uh, you listen, for years people said watching WWE made them feel dumb about themselves. And I could see what oh. they said, but, but oh. I never really felt dumb about myself or watching it until recently.
5: I feel like a spastic, Jeff. Straight up, didn't. Uh, isn't that what uh, McAfee said actually during commentary? He Called someone a spastic, DJ, But he, anyway, he did. And you know what that means? Well, you know what spastic actually means, right, Jeff?
6: Yeah, it means like completely discoordinated, like almost like you're having like a seizure. Yeah, like retarded. your body's in spasms. Like you, your muscles <laughs> are involuntary. Mind involuntary you, mode. he
5: said it. As they're celebrating the Special Olympics, think about that for a moment. Well,
6: you know, okay, it, you know, a few years Not ago, that, that wasn't know. mattered. Now it's it's uh, you know,
5: yeah, it is. Huh. It, it you can't yeah. say it anymore, Jeff. We really, but he said it like like it's, it was like it was I, nothing.
6: Spas, spasm, spasm, and being in the Special Olympics are two different things, though. I mean,
5: well, he didn't say spasm though. He said spastic.
6: Okay. All I right. Say, uh, anyway, I, I I make allowances for people being human. I, I would rather them be human and then <laughs> have like minor slip ups like that that are not PC than than this over scripted shit. So I me mean, me too. You know, me too. If I if I have to pick my poison, I'm gonna pick McAfee saying something that was not exactly politic.
5: Well, you see the problem there, right? He says something like that, and it's like, oh my god, because they sh- they give us all this childish bullshit, mm-hmm. and and then you get McAfee saying that, and it just this show, like I said, has made me feel kind of dumb, and it wasn't a bad, bad show.
0: For well, what Flower, it was. you're the
6: only one I've heard say that, uh, um, um,
0: Snowflake.
5: Well, please. I mean, seriously. Well, just reading the rundown again, right, after watching it, it just it, – it, anyway, I don't know, dude. It is what it is, like I said. Anyway, we come back from commercial. We get a Memorial Day video package. Seamus gets on the mic and cuts a promo. He says he wants to make it perfectly clear. wait. wait, 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 wait. the Memorial Day package featuring? What was the f- it was uh it was just all about American stuff, man. M- major guns.
6: Lacey rolls. Uh, Lacey Evans was. Wait,
5: was she on it? I actually uh, missed her. Uh,
6: yeah, I thought I saw. I know. I fast.
5: In. I forwarded it. That's why. I'm pretty because sure I I've saw her, just, in her in her in her slutty marine outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. She. I mean, seriously, that's what fucking contradicts this whole thing like how can you be talking like that yeah how can you be talking about being sexually abused special
6: forces pole dancing unit (laughs) oh boy i mean spear Spear would be very mad at me right now
5: no i don't think he would actually actually he would i don't think he would he'd probably say the same thing dude i mean Mm. he's told me some stories about in the army but anyway shout out to Spiro, right, at the Rational Rage Network. Jeez, it's been a while. But anyway, let, let's get away from that. And like I was saying, we do get a Memorial Day video package. Seamus gets on the my cuts of promo. He says he wants to make it perfectly clear that fight night is every night and you Day don't seem to want to have a fair fight. They're going to put them on bed rest the same way they did B.E. And it doesn't matter how big or tall they are. And the truth of the matter is, his boys are two of the roughest and toughest he's ever seen. New Day come out and say tonight will be an unfair fight because their mystery partner is a physical specimen and a true freak of nature who was still Ridge's girlfriend and butcher's auntie at the same damn time. It's none other than Jeff Michael McIntyre. No, (laughs) No, unfortunately, it's Drew McIntyre. I know. Disappointing, right? For,
6: for all Seriously. involved. I mean, I feel bad for Drew. I mean, this is this is relegation to, you know, one side wants to make a Friday night fight night, the other night wants to make a Friday night dance party continues. So, you
5: know. It's true, man. I just want these shows to, like, it's really well, insulting our intelligence, Jeff, in many ways, as fans oh, listen, of professional wrestling. Th-
6: I mean, there, there needs to be a one dancing routine, quota Always. on on shows unless oh. the segment is actually like disco inferno and alex Wright doing the dance off as part of
5: it <laughs> hey that were the good old days jeff think about that for a moment i'd rather it, that any right. day but, hey. but it, disco inferno was great that's wonder kid that's one kid
2: How's my hair How's
5: my hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey hey he had a good you know like the fonz. he had like the, a good fonzy sort of hairdo, actually jeff
2: it was
6: more a John Travolta, Cyanide Fever, Danny Terry. Oh, yeah, Terry, and that I mean,
5: too, and that like too.
6: Like Adrian Zamed from TJ Hooker, that whole thing.
5: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It was a bit of a mix, but whatever. Yeah, more John Travolta, actually. You're right, for sure. He I was know. going with the disco life. thing after all. No, you're spot on. I mean, I it know. was disco fever back then. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Glenn Gilberti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Hate him or love him, and a lot of people call him a jobber. He was a, a much better than a frigging jobber, let's be honest. No, you
6: know, he, listen, he was a comedian. He knew what he was. He knew what his character was. He hey, did it well. The crowd he was, used to
5: pop, was... man. Everyone used to start dancing. I mean, seriously. Sure. I yeah. mean, it is what it is. He, he had listen, a long run in WCW. Listen, he didn't have the moves
6: that, say, Orange Cassidy has or anything.
5: <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, Orange Cassidy is on a whole different level, actually, Jeff. Sure is. I mean, seriously. I mean, how dare you even compare him to friggin' Disco Inferno? Like, you know what?
6: How, how dare I compare or criticize Orange Cassidy at all after talking about Friday Night Dance Nights?
5: How dare you? Right, exactly. Well, anyway, we end the match with a Claymore connecting to tag to Woods. He goes up top and Drew McIntyre, New Day win by pinfall with Limit Breaker from Xavier Woods on Ridge Holland. The baby faces celebrate their win, and that's the show, folks. So exciting Night SmackDown! So exciting, man. I don't. wait Wait, wait, well, you forgot to tell them how it closed. Well, I just told you how it closed. Um, no, the you baby faces the most celebrate important. the win. Yeah, but how were they celebrating? That? Come how on, they celebrate. You tell them, Jeff. You forgot how did they celebrate. Dancing? No, I didn't.
6: And Drew McIntyre got up on the top rope and was dancing from the top rope.
5: More dancing. Again, by this point, I was just put off it, yeah. I, I, I saw the win, and then I just let it play in the background. I wasn't even looking at their dancing. There was enough rating for the night. I mean, seriously.
3: Oh. Jesus.
5: Shoot me now. Hey, they were talking about That's walking bad, through a Jeff.
6: door, the forbidden door. <laughs> oh <laughs> maybe,
5: the, maybe the teletubbies will be on the other side. Who knows? Forbidden door. Maybe, hey, the teletubbies. I will say this though, Jeff. Boy, hmm. does this make me look forward to double or nothing now.
6: Yeah, I may have to buy it. I really was yeah. hoping not to.
5: Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there, there there always there always is we watch wrestling dot in. I have Just no idea saying. Neither do I. Just well, whatever
6: it is, I'm sure it's going to uh, <laughs> shut down my computer and, and turn off my power grid. And, and
5: give you all these deadly spyware, Jeff. Yes. Or superpowers, which I can use for evil. Yeah, for evil dose. Ooh. That's twice Ooh, as much see, evil. See? Twice as much, much dose.
6: <sighs> so dose. I got. You. I guess I'll buy the fucking thing. Jesus Christ.
5: <laughs> well, it is 50 bucks. I mean, I'm sure it would be 50 bucks well spent, especially considering that Hell in the Cell is on, I think, next week? No, this in week your from house. Sunday? A week from Sunday? Oh, no, you're right, in, but then...
6: In your houses, yeah, the, the, the NXT one. Um, but the good news is MJF no-showed the meet and greets, so I'm going to get my $100 back from AEW, so it's really going
5: to be free. Yeah, I'm TK, just saying. Yeah, no, I'm going to I get mean, my $100 back and I'll just put 50 towards the pay-per-view, so it's cool. Well, before we do wrap it up, I just want to say one thing about that MJF-like thing that happened. Mm-hmm. This is clearly TK and MJF playing up on all the bullshit that everybody thinks is going on. And I'm sure now the IWC are probably all going crazy online thinking, oh, my God, you see what MJF did? They're just working the friggin." the marks that's all it is, folks come on now don't I, re- for it. I respect a good
6: worker as much as anyone else but if people paid for a meet and greet i mean they didn't agree to be part of the, the storyline i mean if it was Doesn't a matter. free meet and greet like it was like a fan fest and nobody paid money specifically to buy a ticket to see mjf that'd be one thing he knows shows that that could be part of storyline no harm no foul there's six other wrestlers there whatever um, some people don't get to see their their favorite wrestler. Big deal happens at every convention you've ever been to. But if people actually paid a hundred dollars specifically for his picture and autograph, a I'm not sure it's a work. B if it's a work, it's it's in very bad taste.
5: Well, it is MJF, uh, and, and let's be honest, he will stoop to all sorts of levels just he's to get not heat on himself. He, I know, but he host. just does it. He knows he's worth, Jeff. I'm telling you, he's playing. He's playing games, not just with the fans and probably with TK, but just in general. You know what I mean? He's working absolutely. You know know who else
6: thought they knew their worth? Sasha. And she walked out because she thought she was. You know who doesn't play those games? Vince. So, I mean, listen, let's say he thinks he knows his worth again when he's with WWE and
5: doesn't go to a meet and greet. You know. Well, I doubt he'll do that. I'm sure he's not stupid enough. Clearly, TK is just a frigging mark. I mean, come on, dude whatever this
6: is if he's not the one who's suffering people actually paid money for this now listen i don't know if it was a hundred dollars for an event in toto and he was just part of the cast that was going to be there all i've read so far is on twitter so what i read was he paid a hundred dollars to see him but that's not inconsistent with what i've seen before is that you buy tickets for a certain person i'm not even sure if it was an aew event or not i mean a lot of these events are held by private promoters who pay the wrestler to come in a flat amount and the money goes to the promoter so I'm not even sure AEW has to do it. I don't know enough details to say anything whatever it is if people paid money specifically to see MJF, they didn't agree to be part of part of the joke unless that was part of the ticket price if it said they're right there you know just just be advised that something may happen
5: well I'm sure more will come out of this in the next couple of days so we'll see what happens but uh I'm not thinking too much of it. That's just MJF being MJF to me. But you're right. I mean, if people pay, excuse. it is a shitty excuse. But he just does. Unless he's he's literally having a cry over his booking this coming Sunday. So who knows? But uh, I mean, well, I think it's over his I
6: booking. Know. I think it, I think it's over his his the money he's
5: getting, which you know. Well, I, uh, the rumor was he did ask for double the money or some shit. That was the rumor.
6: Well, he, I mean, let's say it, he came from MLW. He's he's probably, you know, get $75,000 a year, and then he probably got, you know, a raise of $25,000 a year every year. So he's probably doing like one fifty
5: or something at this point, plus merch. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. Well, anyway, Jeff, let's take it home, man. Tell them where they can find you. Watching the Wiggles.
6: You can find me watching the Wiggles to desanitize. To de- oh, uh, you can find me here often on the PwC. You can find me on Hammerlock Hangover. Uh, you can find me at Garden of Doom, which is a non-wrestling podcast entirely. Uh, and Garden Views, its sister show, which is also non-wrestling. So find me those places, Twitter at IcarusFellMD, at Hammerlock HammerlockHO. Um, you can also check me out on Facebook under my civilian name. So if you don't know it, you don't deserve to know it. Uh,
5: is that it, know. Jeff? Was there more? I, I think so. Well, I, yeah. well if you look right there on the bottom of the screen, you can see where you can follow both of us God and damn it. Also the PwC network. See, it's all down there, dude, including you, including the PwC network. It's all down there on the ticker. See, right there. Follow Jeff Lippman. And I'll say it for you, actually, at, what is it? At car, us, foul md. Icarus fell,
6: MD. Icarus. Icarus is Greek, by the way,
5: <laughs> dummy. Actually, Icarus should be with a K. And I'm done look, with if, you. if you can hear <laughs> she's done with break. you too. I'm I'm done with myself right now, dude. I'm done, literally after SmackDown. I told you it's made me dumb because I'm done, Jeff. Well, but we, anyway, speaking we of spent that,
6: spent 35 minutes on things other than SmackDown.
5: That's true too, in many ways, but I need to get some sleep, man. I've been awake for way too long. In saying that, man, if you want to follow me, you can at the PWC network on Twitter and also at DJ Mass Effects. Uh, please like and subscribe at the PWC network.podbean.com. D is still laughing in the background. I don't know if you can hear her, but she's still laughing. Yano! Please also-, <laughs> also, please like and subscribe at channelattitude.com for only five face slaps you can actually watch us where we cover rampage every week and also the blow-off also like and subscribe at com. i think that just about covers it in saying that i'm jimmy t that's dr jeff Lipman, and you've been listening to the pwc friday night smack talk right here on the pwc network adios stable my friends
4: Oh, hello, hello?
0: yes that's right infidels you found us here channelattitude.com Hamin media group where you get the most real talk The best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. Hello, Wolfpack!
3: This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up to date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the video game connection.